0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for
1: more great podcasts. Now we're recording. Good. Okay. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to another podcast. I'm Julie. I'm Kathleen. And we're going to be talking about Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, real quick. Ooh,
0: What are you drinking? Well, it's like some of that squeeze-it-in flavor. Yeah, lemonade. But apparently it's energy, so it has those B vitamins, so it tastes real funky.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to avoid cool. that. I Don't have my it. unsweetened, gold peak, real iced tea. because You know that
0: you left some um, iced tea here?
1: I left some hibiscus tea. And, and it was did, so
0: good. Did you drink it all? No.
1: No. But you drank some of it? Yeah. I could kick your ass. Why? Because it's really hard to come by.
0: What? I have hibiscus tea bags I'll send home with you.
1: Well, but I... Okay, so you have to special order the ones that are meant to be done in a big pitcher. You can't just get those at the grocery store. Like, I have to literally order them on Amazon.
0: So, I have some that I bought in San Francisco. They might not be good anymore because I bought them, like, a dozen years ago.
1: Yeah, that's gross. Whatever.
0: They're probably fine. Okay. But it's hibiscus and I it's love
1: the Tazo Passion Hibiscus Meant to be Iced Tea. Mm. Iced Tea Bags. Well, there's
0: still, like, I know 85% of it. We just had a little bit. All right, fine. You'll survive.
1: I know. Well, I thought I was coming out the next day, and then you told me not to. And then I bailed on you. Yeah. Okay. So, other than you drinking my tea, what has gone on this last week for you, dear?
0: I got a job. Proposition at a restaurant.
1: (gasps) See, you say proposition like it's inappropriate, but what happened?
0: Uh, I went and had a beer with my friend Travis, who was like, I'm going to start working at this place now, and it's the place that Kelly works. Okay. And so I said, man, I really should just get a little two-night-a-week something. And they both said it would be a great idea. Yeah. And I've worked with both of them, and they're hiring, so I'm going to take my resume down this week.
1: Yeah, dude, extra money. Do it. Yeah. So okay. there's
0: that, and um, I... Did you guys
1: do some camping?
0: We did some camping. We did some sailing. Nice. Uh, it's kind of like the new normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost over. I mean, I know we get to enjoy summer for a lot longer than some people, but Labor Day weekend is next weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We also talked about selling my motorcycle.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You know, just figuring out life. Well, yeah, because you don't use it very
1: much anymore, do you?
0: By very much anymore, do you mean I haven't ridden it in two plus years? Yeah.
1: That would be the time to maybe get rid of it. That's the time
0: to maybe get rid of something.
1: That's what I meant. I'm going to go through my closet, and if I haven't worn something, we're going to...
0: Closet's going. I'm going to
1: try a couple of those, like... Uh, Mercari and a couple of those that supposedly you can sell your, you know, just still gently worn, no, gently used No, the stuff, stuff that I'm
0: getting rid of is like, wow, you have this with that many holes in it, like this shirt that I'm wearing right now? Yeah, but you rock it so well. And they're in my armpits, so you can't really tell.
1: Okay. Then let's cool. not talk about it.
0: Um, <laughs> there might be one or two more painting projects to be done around here, and this is the actual week
1: that I'm doing something with this room. Okay. So. Well, yeah, we'll have to... We'll have to figure that out. So, yeah, yeah we're going to make a, a, a little bit different recording space yeah. and just, yeah. Um, well, I got to go to the pool with Milo and my sister, and I actually wore sunscreen that day. And then I went to the pool yesterday with um, a friend who was in town, and I didn't wear sunscreen, so I have a sunburn again. Yeah, you do. Um, it's not terrible, but I'm a little warm right now. I'm a little pink like a cooked lobster. Um and then on Friday night we had a really great event at the bookstore where three Bend slash Redmond or, you know, just central Oregon authors, um, or no, I guess it was two that were local and three from the Portland area. I, I um, think I saw that Yeah. Post. One one from Portland, two from Oregon city. And so one of the authors was the book that I've been working on for the last year and a half. I saw the like post that yeah. you
0: reposted. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so she signed a copy of the official book for me and I haven't looked at what she's, she wrote yet because I was like, I think I, it You'll could be cry worthy. Um, but I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on my business page because I'm very proud of her book. Um... So that was just really fun. So she sold a couple of copies of books, and the other authors who came by got to sell a couple copies each. Because, you know, book events can be really difficult. If if people aren't familiar with you as an author, or they're not going to go. into
0: your subject matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So we had three works of fiction and two that were memoir. And so that was really nice because the people who showed for, you know, one person then still got to hear from four others. So it was really great that everybody who comes to our bookstore was so patient the yeah that to sit through you know almost an hour and a half of presentations and and be um open and receptive to a book they may not have normally picked up so i really enjoyed that i think that we're gonna have to do um more events like that where it's you know four or six authors with together. a shorter mm-hmm. uh
0: you know screen time no screen time. what am i saying Stage well, shorter,
1: Yeah, just a little shorter presentation. So they just did a little bit of reading. They explained, you know, why they chose to write their book. And, um, you know, the book I worked on is one of the memoirs. Mm-hmm. And so she just kind of explained, you know, how she decided to finally put on paper everything that had happened to her and her family with, you know, drugs, basically. Yeah. Like, it was prescription medication, but drugs killed her family. So, wow. um, yeah, it's a really interesting, like we're talking to a friend of mine who listens to the podcast on the regular um, who is involved with some recovery programs over in um, the Hood River area that this might be kind of a good book to have as like a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. Like maybe people who did drugs that weren't um, legal and so they think, well, okay, I was a bad person because I did drugs. And the flip side of that is people who get hooked on stuff that is legal, like prescriptions, I think sometimes feel just as much or more guilt because you just look at them and you go, well, stop, stop taking that because, you know, you don't need it. You're not hurting anymore. And there's, there comes a point where it doesn't matter. Their, their pain might still be there, but now they're taking the medication because because to come off of it is so hard. And, you know, this actually leads into we're all a little worried about matthew perry right now a bit a little bit i mean i hate to say and his birthday was last week and you know we i i adore him you know there i can't really think of a movie that he's been in or a show that he's been in that i didn't like you know he had a a little story arc on the west wing and i absolutely love it he plays a republican guy and you know his name's joe and loved it um whole 9 yards, whole 10 yards. 3 to Tango was like the very first movie Turner and I ever had on went to on a date. Oh, cute. Like I love Matthew Perry, but I know that, you know, there's articles out right now that people are worried that maybe he's, you know, having another problem because that was just it he he did have an addiction to painkillers that were prescribed to him after I don't remember if it was was like like a a car accident or 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 it was 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 some sort of yeah he's in pain you get prescribed it by a doctor because you go they know what's best for me I trust them and then all of a sudden your brain can't function your body can't function without these drugs and you know you're suddenly in the same you know the category that we think of people who are like well you shoot up heroin and it's like but But your body doesn't know that.
0: Right.
1: Like, your body just knows I can't handle life without this. So, um, I'm really hoping her book gets some more... um, Traction. Some more traction that way because she has a lot to talk about and she's going to put out a new version of it next year that's meant for parents to talk about with their teenagers, so... Oh, neat. Okay, so it'll Um, be
0: more of a preventative, maybe.
1: yeah, Yeah, like how to say, you know there's still stuff out there that even if someone says to you this is okay to take like you need to know you know does this make your body feel bad or you know there's scary sides of any medication so so we were talking about it i can't even take vicodin vicodin makes me vomit Mm. and so they'll offer it to me at the dentist and i'm just like nope just give me like ibuprofen 800 well you know you can just do that with over like the stuff you buy and i'm like yes but you can prescribe it for me and then my insurance will pay for it correct (laughs) that's how we roll um yeah so that was a really good like i really enjoyed our local author night good um so we are really fast approaching the end of this season Season i mean we really have like four weeks to go Mm -hmm. basically for four or five episodes including our recap um and we've got some fun stuff happening we're you know talking with some people about doing trivia with us. We'll figure that out and let you guys know when we get that one um, recorded. it's
0: not even just, like, trivia with us. It's it's the girls from Faves of Our Lives. Yes.
1: So, Brittany and, I want to say, Elizabeth. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Let me go see if I can look on their Twitter. You talk and I'll find their Twitter. So,
0: anyway, I don't know who approached who, but we've decided that we are going to do... um, trivia friends and how i met your mother with the girls and uh, it's gonna be kind of like the old days where we do it via skype because they are on they are an east coast based podcast so it's gonna be real fun to line that up
1: <laughs> it is um but they recently did their friends episode no they... no
0: they did friends a long time ago oh, they recently did how i met your, how met your
1: mother thank you you're welcome and so i know that they are familiar with both shows and what i really liked was Brittany and kelly i think elizabeth is on either handbag marinara or worst friends so here's what happens we are friends through social media and through being listeners and whatever with quite a few other lady pod squads yes. so unfortunately i'm getting names confused and i apologize but something
0: I- tells me they're all going to forgive you
1: I think so. I, I hope might so. Not. So Brittany and Kelly, shut up! <laughs> just kidding. Are going to do Friends trivia with us, Friends and or How I Met Your Mother? Maybe Probably we'll just do both. Yeah. Um, but then we're also going to figure out a way to have. Um, actually, maybe we could have your mom on one too. We can ever Skype the in. mom cast. We could do the mom episodes. So my mom loves Friends, but has never seen a single episode of How I Met Your Mother, and she's going to keep it that way. And that's fine. We're Your gonna mom just has make seen her... all the Friends.
0: Yeah, we're just going to make her double up on Friends. So yeah, yeah. Let's do so that.
1: I think we should have the moms on. I think that sounds really fun. Um, well, let's get into these episodes because I think they're both really. Um,
0: there's a lot pertinent. to unpack.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, I see what you did right it there. I didn't. <laughs> because our first episode is How I Met Your Mother's Moving Day. Day. Um, so at the end of the last episode, after getting into an argument, Ted and Robin decide they're going to move in together.
0: Which is a terrible idea. <clears throat> I, moving in with your partner is one thing, but right. deciding to do it after a fight? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I just, and he even says it, Ted says, I don't know how we got to this, but we decided we're going to move in together. Huh?
0: Yeah, then you need to have another conversation.
1: Like, what?
0: Although, to be fair, we didn't really talk about moving in together. It just kind of happened? It just kind of happened. happened. Trevor's landlord was like, yeah, I'm going to move back into my house, you have two weeks to get out. Okay. And so, we had talked about moving in together, like, that was, you know, one of our next steps, but it happened way sooner than either one of us really anticipated but it was kind of like he's got to move there's no reason for me not for us not to get a house together now instead of me continuing to come out and go to Trevor's house right so that was that was how we ended up moving in together
1: yeah I mean my my two conversations with boyfriends about moving in were kind of along the same lines of I lived with a woman who wanted her boyfriend to move in, so then I was going to move in with Turner, Mm -hmm. and then that didn't work out, so I didn't move back in with my mom, and that was a bummer. Yeah. And then Mike and I talked about it for a little while, and then kind of, I mean, it was more his idea than mine to not, but it would have meant I was going to be living with him and his brother and his brother and I didn't get along. Oh, yeah. So it was more like, you guys are going to end up fighting and then we're not going to have fun because I wanted him to get a place with just me. And he's like, well, we have this. Yeah. So, so that didn't the, happen. The thing is, is that there has to be also, a, I want to say, a sense of timing. And so sometimes yeah. the timing is whose lease is up. And other times the timing is we feel like this is good for us, you know, we're gonna move one person into the other's apartment, which is what Ted and Robin are doing, and it's not about a lease; it's about the timing of the relationship. Which so
0: I always think it's really hard to I mean, know when. No, well, yeah, the timing of anything is hard. Oh, but, but to, move to move into, into, someone, into someone else's mm, apartment or and, house, and, and, and this exactly is exactly what we're, we're gonna talk gonna get about. Into, yep. But um, I do think that everybody should spend at least one year living with their partner before they even decide to get married because there are so many little idiosyncrasies i fucking hate dishes on the counter if if it's dirty and it's on the counter you're in big trouble
1: but it can be in the sink but it can be in the sink so my question with that is then you can't use the sink though so I'm about, like, as long as there's not food and they're just kind of, like, no. they have crummies on them, leave them on the counter so that the sink is still usable well, for the Well, it only
0: goes in one for
1: side. Washi- oh, see, my mom and I are fighting about that right oh, now. Oh, it
0: only goes in one side, and it goes in the side with the garbage disposal because eventually all that crap yes. is going to fall down. Okay. So then the left side of our sink is still functioning. Like, you can still rinse out the rag and wipe down the counters and stuff. And we've talked about this before i really like a clean kitchen but you do? um you know part of that is your dishwasher gets full at some point so yeah you do end up with dishes left over oh yeah so you know but but don't put your coffee mug or your water glass don't put it on the counter just just put it in the sink so it's, it's not it's not complicated <laughs>
1: This is so much fun to talk to you about, though. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't move in this summer. I know. Like, I I thought we would have some fun, and then and also we I realized have. we probably like I'm I do kitchen things differently. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, it's fine. So, so anyway, yes. Kathleen's advice: move in with your partner for a little while to decide if you guys are actually compatible to get, live together. Yes.
1: Um, so everybody's down at the bar when they're talking about the moving truck coming the next day and Ted says, yeah, you guys need to be there by 8am. And you kind of just see everyone roll their eyes and laugh and he's not joking. No, no,
0: he is moving. You are helping weird. me move.
1: So here's what's funny about that. Cause it's going to come out later in the series, but it's the, um, like the grown up list. Like Barney has said it. Oh, he said it last, last time about the play. He's like, um, you know don't sleep on a futon hire your own movers don't make me come to your play yes and so for barney and for a lot of people and i mean i've hired movers before like we packed all the things but we'd actually did pay for someone to put it, my friend's stuff in a truck and go from vancouver to like to but a it's expensive and b everyone i know either has a truck mm-hmm. a horse trailer a van like something where i'm kind of like no, I need you to help me move. Let's
0: just put it in your vehicle like, and move is, it six mm-hmm. blocks over. Yeah.
1: So Barney says that he wants the spare room. He says to Lily and Marshall, if you're not going to do anything with it, I'll pay you some rent. And they're like, what are you talking about? You've been a great place. And he doesn't want to actually live there. He just wants to borrow it for sex because yes. it's 23 25 minutes, minutes. Something like that.
0: From his, the bar to his apartment. And he's like, so much can go wrong in that time.
1: So these drunk girls are falling asleep. They're getting back together with their boyfriends in the 25 minutes. They're, They're flashing, flashing the, the
0: cops. and getting everyone pulled over. Yeah.
1: And so he just says, you know, you don't even know I'm there. We'll come in after you guys go to sleep. I'll leave in the morning before you get up. And Lily's like, and then we have to take care of those girls. And Barney's like, geez, Lily, some Shh. guy just told them that he loves them. And then he left and you're not even going to make her a cup of coffee.
0: Which, I'm sorry, can we just flash right on back to how he had Lily staying in his apartment and used her as a get the girl out of here faster? Right. So, in one instance, he wants the girl gone, and in the other instance, he wants Lily to console her.
1: Well, I still think he wants her gone, but I think that, like... He expects Lily to maybe explain that, to be like, oh, yeah, Barney's not... This happens in a Friends episode, and it's actually Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And Barney, or Joey goes... See? Hi. There it is. Joey goes, Rachel, just tell her that I'm a lone wolf and that I'm not into relationships. And Rachel's like, I'm not breaking up with her for you. Nope. Um, So, yeah, pretty pretty funny. So, the next day, everyone's helping um, Ted pack, and nobody's in, like, sweatpants or, like, yoga pants or a grubby shirt. Like... Lily's in Did like a really nice None of them look nice like they're dress. ready to help move. Like, I mean, moving boxes aren't necessarily dirty, but like the act of moving, like you're sweaty and the trucks aren't necessarily clean and you're going up and down stairs. And Lily's like, here's one of your boxes of clothes. And I labeled this one with sweaters Cosby. And this is way before we found out about everything that allegedly happened with Bill Cosby. But Ted goes, you know, there was a reason why we loved him as Dr. Huxtable for so long, or something, because basically he dresses like it's the sweater vest and the yeah, yeah, which and uh, of course does harken a little bit back to Chandler and his mm-hmm. sweater vests, um, and so. Marshall gives Ted one of the swords off the wall, and if you've forgotten about this, these are the swords that they duel over, and Marshall runs through Lily in the shoulder in, like, one of the very first Mm -hmm. episodes. And
0: the other thing, too, is he he says, oh, I really hate to break up the set.
1: Right? And he's like, but you're going to need it in your new place, and Robin's like, yeah, my neighborhood is infested with dragons.
0: (laughs) That's adorable.
1: Um, That's pretty good. I mean, that's some good writing. So... Barney comes running into the apartment as they're getting the last of Ted's stuff out of there and he says that he wants them to take this quiz before the move and you can pretty much tell that he made it up.
0: Oh, 100%. But he's
1: really trying to talk them out of it. He's like, Ted, you don't want to do this. Like, You're not going to be happy over there and he says, Robin, you're not going to be able to smoke and everyone... Ted's like, Robin doesn't smoke and Robin's like, uh, yeah. I want to know how Barney knows that Robin smokes. He knows that she smokes cigars but he's... The occasional cigarette. No, no, this this
0: comes up again, and they like.
1: But I want to know how Barney knew first. No,
0: because um, it comes up as a flashback. Barney's out smoking a cigarette in the cold on the fire escape, and Robin's like, "Let me come out there, bro."
1: Okay. But it's a
0: flashback, so it would even be before this point when
1: we find out how everyone started smoking. Right. Okay. Um, and so. Ted says, you know, stop fighting this and help us move. And so Barney takes a box down to the truck. And when everyone else gets back downstairs, the truck is gone. Well, you
0: see him pick up the keys, too. That's true. But my question to that is, do they each take the keys when they're on their way down? Because it's a sketchy New York neighborhood. And, like, they Mm -hmm. lock the truck so it doesn't get yanked. Mm -hmm. That's probably what happened. And so nobody thought... Let's follow up with Barney having the keys.
1: Yeah. He'll just be down there waiting for us. Right. Like, he'll... Yeah. Um, So then Marshall and Lily in the apartment later are celebrating living alone. And the first thing they decided to do is sit on the couch naked um, Marshall is very pasty pale and I love him Yeah, because I am, I am my version of Oregon tan right now, where if you put my arm against my stomach or my leg, my arm actually is tan because the rest of me is white as a ghost.
0: That's what I look like right now. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Lily is quite tan.
0: All over tan. Oh,
1: all over tan. And so then, uh, Ted, they're just kind of sitting there, but then they say something about it being cold, and Lily looks over at Marshall and goes, "I noticed." And he goes, "What about you, Perky
0: McGee, or something?" Pointy, like. Pointy. I think he says.
1: Yeah. So, um, I yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's okay to be naked in your apartment, but if you're cold, just get a blanket.
1: That's true. So then, uh, they're we're over at Robin's apartment, and Ted keeps calling Barney and basically like, "Give me Yelling back, at him. My, give truck, me back, back my truck, or i gonna tell you." And he says, you know, I really wanted to be able to unpack my stuff and, like, watch a movie in bed with you. And she's like, I don't want a TV in my bedroom. And And she's
0: still very much referring to everything as uh, my, my, my. Yeah.
1: And so then, uh, back with Marshall and Lily, they're making out on the couch, but they've put their clothes back on, which is weird. Yeah. Okay, they're fully dressed back, even with their, like, shoes on. So this is a little, almost feels like it's out of order. But so they start like making out, and you realize they're probably gonna have sex. And then they they're like, we can be as loud as we want, and they end up kind of not or whatever. They're maybe they, they got separated. Yeah. yeah. They're sitting on either end of the couch, and they have their arms crossed. Lily's it's like very hostile. Yeah, it doesn't work for me when you shout out, I'm the greatest, I'm and the best. or I'm the best. And Marshall goes, yeah. Well, you shouting Ted isn't here didn't work for me. And Lily's like, yeah, but at, at least I at said least mine was true. Was true ouch so yeah so i kind of wonder um i think they've never lived together without a roommate no they haven't because right because in college it it was
0: marshall and ted right
1: and lily with whoever she lived with you know in her dorm and then they all you know so this is yeah this is brand new for them and so um robin won't let ted put the only box of his stuff he was able to come to her house with which is a
0: Box pot, full of pot, pot lids. lids.
1: Um in her kitchen, because she's like, well, I already have I already that. Have pot
0: lids, and mine come with pots.
1: Right, and you can just put it down in the storage unit, or the dumpster is what she keeps saying to him. And so then Barney finally calls, and he tries to be, like, uh, undercover. He, like, tries to...
0: Here's your mission.
1: Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, totally, here's your mission if you choose to accept it. Um, so there's a, a suit on the outside of Robin's, like, door, and he makes... Ted put it on and meet him at the bar. Well, when Ted shows up, it's a suit with sneakers because Barney has all of his shoes. Right.
0: And he says, well, that's very Ellen DeGeneres of you, but you're pulling it off.
1: Right. Um, they refer to him later as Ellen DeGeneres when he dyes his hair blonde, too. Like, they call... they.
0: I forgot that he dyes, yeah, his, hair he dyes his hair
1: blonde. he dyes his hair blonde. So, Barney explains that he wants one last awesome night with his bro. A, a broing out party. A bro... A bro
0: something. something. And then... He, Ted goes, oh, bromie.
1: Right. And because he says, like, now you're not going to be any fun. You're going to be at Robbins and it's just going to be you guys and you're not going to be here at the bar. And I do think that Barney is actually having, you know, like a crisis of this, not necessarily like breaking them up, but that he knows that if he goes to McLaren's, I'm sure what 75% of the time Ted or one of them will be sitting there. And so, right. Cause it's proximity, right? Like they're just above the bar. Right. And so he doesn't want to walk in there and not know anybody. anybody. Yeah. So Bernie's got some, uh, he's loneliness got, issues, yeah, abandonment, abandonment issues. issues. Um, so he tells Ted to go get a girl's number. That's like his first mission. And he's so, like, no, right. So then Marshall and Lily are watching T V and they realize that they like Marshall starts to call Ted to come in and watch it and he's not there. And they're like, We we miss Ted. And, and so it's then it's not
0: even the end of one night.
1: I know. I mean that's
0: that's some serious dependency.
1: Yeah, that's some serious codependency. So, um, Ted does get this girl's number. They trick her by, by a watching rerun. A
0: rerun of Lou Frigno.
1: Pulling Pulling the bus,
0: Partridge Family bus with his teeth. Yeah,
1: I mean this is a show that aired back in like the late seventies.
0: And she was like, "Why does it look old?" And (laughs)
1: Ted says,
0: "It's an old TV." Right.
1: Oh, okay. Um. So he's like, you know, I should go home. Robin's probably missing me. And it flashes to Robin, who's in a bubble bath with a cigarette. And she's like, "This might be our last
0: hurrah, hurrah buddy."
1: For yeah, like. (laughs) And you are not a smoker and never have been. No. But coming from a former smoker who still goes through, especially on road trips, the absolute, like, palm-itching desire to get a pack of cigarettes, you have no idea.
0: No.
1: It's really hard. It's so rough. Well,
0: good on you and everybody else who has decided to make that choice to
1: not smoke. It's so hard to not smoke sometimes. And I'm still one of those people that even if I bought a pack, I'd probably only smoke once a day. But just the simple act of buying a pack that I'm like, ooh, well, now I can smoke. And, like, I've even now smoked around my mom. Because I was finally like, I'm not hiding it from you. Like, a couple years ago when we went to Canada, I was like, I'm smoking. And she's like, I could kill you. I'm like, yeah, but you're – I'm also an adult. Okay. So then Lily starts to cook dinner and realizes there's no food. There's, like, an egg and ketchup.
0: With some film. Yeah. Which – so, the first time I watched this, I was like, "That's kind of gross." Like filming ketchup. No, she means canisters of yeah. film in the butter. Yeah, yeah. Right oh, yeah.
1: now, I used to. I mean, that's where you put the. That's film. where we kept
0: our film when I was a kid. Um, I don't think that that has any actual scientific bearing.
1: You know, I don't know.
0: I'm pretty I know sure professional
1: not. photographers that do it though, so well, I have I'm to pretty wonder. Sure not. Um, So then Marshall tried to take a shower and comes out covered in toilet paper because there's no towels and they both, again, they miss Ted. So then Ted and Barney are playing laser tag, which is so cute. I still miss, you know, being able to play laser tag. And Ted says that he has to call until Robin, they're still playing and he does. And Robin's like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'm just hanging out. I don't mind. And she gets off the phone she, with him and clicks back over. She's canceling her subscription to guns and ammo. And the person trying to talk her out of it says basically probably like if you, you can have a it, grenade phone. You can have a grenade launcher phone or a hand grenade phone. And she says, and,
0: okay, let me give you my work address. Right. Which, let's just call this what it is. It's another red flag. If you have to hide something like your this hobby thing from your partner, oh, yeah. that's not good either.
1: Well, I mean, it would be, like, the flip side of it, of a guy being, like, well, I can no longer get, you know, like, Playboy or Maxim or one of those ones that was, like, fairly popular. Here's what's funny about that, I will freely admit. Um, I used to buy my, when he was single, my dad and my boyfriend at the time yearly subscriptions to Playboy for Christmas.
0: Well, that's nice of you.
1: I like them as a magazine. Like, I used to actually just read them.
0: I like Playboy for the articles. Articles.
1: I mean, I really did. And I
0: like Hooters for the wings. Except I actually, nothing, I don't not like Hooters wings. I've never They're been. not good. The I wings think, are
1: atrocious. I think there's one in Vancouver and I've never been. The um, wings are not good. I also used to get a matchup, but I also liked those articles. And I told that to somebody one time and they're like, that's weird. I'm like, he's going to read it anyway. So I got it for him for Christmas. I it doesn't bother me. And that's, so, so on the flip side, and we're not comparing pornography or whatever you want to call playboy and guns and ammo but ted should be more accepting that robin is a responsible although sometimes a little irresponsible about her guns even
0: even if even if we take porns and gun off guns off the table she has a hobby magazine right it could be fucking good housekeeping. My my
1: boyfriend really doesn't like my you know that I'm a gun person. It's like, well, then why are you with him? Right. Like, why? I mean, if that that's one of those fundamental things. It's like politics, religion, and guns. If you don't agree on those things, you maybe shouldn't be together.
0: Well, and I mean, like I'm saying, like you yeah. just take the the subject matter away and call it a hobby magazine. Right. If if I had a gardening magazine and Trevor was like, no, that's lame. <laughs>
1: Sorry, you're right. That would be...
0: You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah. it is... And if you can't say this is my hobby and, you know, in this instance, yes, it is guns. So if she can say, like, you don't ever have to go to the shooting range for me, but I'm not going to stop reading this and I'm not going to stop, like, he right? can be okay with it or he cannot. Done.
1: Yeah. Um, so then Marshall comes home to the apartment with groceries, but he still forgot the toilet paper and Lily well, happens to be... he used it all. Yeah, Lily <laughs> happens to be using the bathroom, so he has to go back out um ted and barney go back to mclaren's and barney still won't give back the truck and he says that it's because he knows ted made a mm-hmm. mistake ted doesn't want to he didn't even refer to it as our apartment he referred to it as robin's apartment you know it's robin's stuff not their stuff it he's pointing out you know the, the discrepancies that we as the audience have already seen and so Ted gets up and he gets mad and he leaves and he does he go go
0: to Robin's. to Robin's
1: apartment. He says, "I just want to watch a movie." And he starts to look through her selection. And he's like, "Do you have anything not made by John Woo?" And she's like, "No. Why would I?" And so again, they, she's you know action movies and, and you know he wants to he watch wants, like fucking well, really probably like cinematic and subtitles and dramatic and. I mean, there's a place for all of those things. Right. But, again, you maybe need to have some, some mutual interests. Um, and so he puts wait, his wait, shoes wait, on her wait, coffee pause. table. Huh?
0: Is there mutual interest sex?
1: <sighs> maybe.
0: And going to McLaren's?
1: Yeah, beer and sex.
0: And they're together because they're in the same group of friends?
1: Well, but he liked her f- before that. Like, she wasn't part of their friends. Like, he asked her out. Before, like he
0: thought she was hot,
1: right? If he hadn't said "I love you," I think they would have just started dating naturally, and then realized they weren't meant to be. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, Also,
0: we're gonna just go ahead and rewrite the end of this show because it was stupid. It was stupid.
1: So he puts his shoes on the coffee table, and And Robin gets mad. Noise
0: and yeah, like like, I
1: eat there. Which I'm like, well. Then that's your problem. Like, at yeah. least get a little food tray for your lap. Like
0: yeah. It's a coffee table. It's a
1: coffee table.
0: Although, in all fairness, I don't really put my feet on the coffee table, but only because it's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, while they're talking, he realizes where that the, the whole time is. where the truck is, and it's at McLaren's. Mm-hmm. So, Barney is um, kissing on this girl with really pretty red hair, cute green dress. And if you're not familiar with her, and I think I'm going to say her last name wrong, but she is Rochelle Lefebvre, who plays Victoria on the first two Twilight movies. Um, she's also on a new show. I can't remember which station, she plays like a criminal or not a criminal, um, like an ACLU lawyer. Um, she's she's a good actress. She's been in a bunch of like lifetime movies, and I mean, obviously, we all disliked her as Victoria. But did um, yeah, I'm I did. just kidding. Um, I recently watched all the Twilight movies again, so yes, I did dislike her. Um, and so, Bernie takes her to the truck, and it's set up like a bedroom, and she's like, "No, this isn't happening. This is I've how people." I've seen
0: Hannibal Lecter. I know nope, yeah, Silence of the, of the lambs.
1: lambs. Like, yeah, and and he's like no that's not what this is it's just e- you know it's just easier and so she does get in with him and then he like closes the door so they so they have privacy and the keys must be in the ignition for it to somehow cuz it's got electricity in the back which right. is not how moving trucks work but whatever and so then all of a sudden the engine starts and the the truck starts driving away and, and then she, she starts, starts freaking out Flipping out, mm-hmm. out. And Barney's cell phone rings and it's Ted from the cab of the moving truck being all undercover voice. And he's like, um, like, I don't remember what he says he now, says, but he's like, Barney, I have your truck. And Barney's like, Ted, he's like, no, but I hear that guy's really awesome. Like trying exactly mo- to yeah, try mock him.
0: I mean, Barney said.
1: And so, um, so Ted takes the girl home. He takes Barney home and. And shows him that there's a bar right next to his apartment. Who would have, you know, like he didn't even thought about that. He's explaining this to Robin. So then he goes back to Robin's with the moving truck. And they're sitting on the stoop. And she's like, well, I guess we should unload the truck. Like kind of shruggy shoulder emoji question mark. Yep. Um, And so then back at the old apartment, Marshall and Lily are talking about how much they need Ted.
0: Um, Marshall even goes as far to say... You should marry me, but also we need to marry Ted.
1: Well, he uses this example of a of a tree in the Amazon that grows around another tree and can't live without it, and basically he's talking about a parasite. Yeah, that's a parasitic. Excuse me, that's a parasitic plant. And so even. Lily's like, which one are we, the inside tree or the outside tree? Shouldn't we be three trees? And Marshall's like, Lily, you're missing the point. We can't live without Ted. (laughs) And so then Ted walks in with like a box and he's like, I'm not moving to Robin's. And so we flash back to the stoop and them talking and they're kind of say like, why did we think we could do this? Like we got in that fight and it suddenly seemed like such a great idea, but you know, like we're not ready. And they do both admit You know, I like the way that things are right now. I want to keep progressing. I really enjoy
0: being with you, but But, I don't think we need to live together. Yeah. And that's absolutely acceptable, too.
1: But I can't imagine there's very many relationships that can actually weather that, though. Because there's still a sense of, like, well, if we can't live together when can we or well, like, right. how much? Eventually,
0: eventually, I think if your relationship is going to progress, i by no means am I a relationship expert. I just happen to be in one right now that is working, is working out. out pretty great. Um, and I do think that at some point you do have, a, have to have a bigger conversation of, well, do we live together? Do we, cause it's, it's, it's very hard to like, do a lot of the couple-y things if you have to stay awake on the couch because one of you has to leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for instance, you know you fall asleep during a movie. Hello, I fall asleep during every movie. If I didn't live here,
1: <laughs> right? It would be, be rough. a problem.
0: Um, So I think, yeah, eventually that needs to be a part of the discussion. But, you know, there are a lot of couples that spend two, three, four years living apart before they actually Mm -hmm. move in together.
1: And it works. No, a friend of mine in Portland just recently moved in with her boyfriend. I think they've been together for, gosh, like four or five years. Yeah. And they said that that was just it. She really, she worked from home, so she really liked having her own space. Yep. She needed, you know, her own office space. And then they finally just talked through it. And and I do agree, like, it works both ways. I just know that... For me, it's been really hard when a move in together didn't work and all the and reasons why kind of out. put right or put me in, like, I had to move back in with my mom. You know, if if Marshall and Lily weren't available for Ted to walk right back in. And that's a weird thing that maybe we're not thinking of is in the back of Ted's mind, he has a safety net. Oh, he can totally. go back to Lily and Marshall. So he doesn't necessarily have to make it work with Robin, which is not. It's not the the greatest. greatest. Yeah, it's not great. Like, it's good to have a safety net in that feeling of, like, security. But a safety net can sometimes really stop you from, like, making sure things are going to work out in the first place. I mean, I, I feel like I can speak to that from personal experience. So then... He's like, "Can I move back in?" and um, Marshall and Lily like don't even really they give say him a anything. Sandwich hug. They just well, I put wrap around Ted. Yeah, like it was yeah. almost like in a pro- like and then they're holding each other around and you just see Ted's arms go back down to his side <laughs> and he's like, "Guys." And Lily goes, "Shh. Just let it happen." Like it's a little creepy. Um, and then later in the bar, Barney does a top 10, which is basically from the late night late show, night. um, with David Letterman, mm-hmm. but it was the top 10 things he would have called the truck if
0: Ted wouldn't have taken Ted, it back. Yeah. if
1: Ted hadn't been a jerk and returned it and it's stupid <laughs> Ted things says, like
0: Ted says, it, was it was a rental. rental truck.
1: Um, so like the slam the, the, the 18 squealer and they're really like terrible, really terrible. Um, yeah. And then the number one one is the sixty nine Chevy, which is just—it's
0: probably stupid. not even a Chevy. It's probably a Ford. I'm just putting it out there because I've seen a lot of box fans <laughs> lately.
1: No, it's <laughs> really just bad. Putting it out like, there. There's not really a single one of those top ten that actually—I mean, they're just such bad puns. And I'm, I have a feel—I feelings about puns.
0: I want to see um, if I can. Oh, top ten things I would have called my truck. Huh.
1: Oh, I'm sure it's huh. on there. It's probably the scene, but then Ladies I wondered. gentlemen,
0: if... no, no, like here, I, this is the list. Okay. Let's see. Um, cool. So we'll we'll maybe Ford do some...
1: explore her.
0: See, I'm um, pretty sure it's Ford. Feels yes. on wheels. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna do something with this
1: later. So that wraps up this episode. Um, but I do think that it's a really good one. Uh, To show, just for me, it just really illustrates that Ted and Robin are not, meant. they're not a good couple. I know, but I've been saying that since episode one. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying this is the first time. Because if you think about it leading up until even like this episode, the last one, and like going forward until the end of this season, um, we really don't see a lot about their relationship. Like they got into the one fight about um ted complaining about the penis building and lily not wanting to hear about it which then sent them on like a tailspin of thinking he was cheating which right. is not you know and she's like this is why i don't do relationships they turn me into this person honey if you know no you like, are that you person. were that person and you need to get some counseling to realize that ted is not that guy um although uh, he is because he almost cheated on victoria with her yeah I mean, he did put that in her head. And that's a it's really his hard. his fault. Well, so see, there's, but there's they, so many layers. I feel like a lot of this season or this half of it, they kind of gloss over Ted and Robin's relationship. Like they're just kind of together. We actually learn more about their relationship after they break right. up, which is a weird way to kind of do it, right? Like it's a weird. Anyway, um, we're going to take a really quick break. But before we do that, What's that?
0: I'm going to tell you the funny joke from last week.
1: Oh, God damn it. Go.
0: <laughs> Hurry, because I have to pee. Okay. Why can you never see elephants hiding in trees? Why? Guess. I think you
1: told me it, and I didn't, literally don't even remember the punchline now. Because
0: they're so good at it.
1: You guys understand that she heard this from, like, a nine-year-old? No. And she's dying laughing and was dying it's laughing. It's really funny. You told it to us at dinner last week, and you died laughing. And uh, Trevor and I looked at each other like you'd lost your mind.
0: Whatever. It was funny. It's still We're funny. gonna take a
1: break, and we'll be back with friends. Uh, the one where Old Yeller dies. <laughs> oh hey, I didn't see you there. I'm Swanson, host of the TV Tuners podcast. Every week on TV Tuners, me and my co host Kiorane, Swanson, I need water, and Stairmaster
0: <coughs>
1: review the latest in TV, and discuss news, trailers, and even find time to play some fun games. Right now, we're working overtime to cram as much TV knowledge into our brains as possible. Isn't that right, guys? (laughs) We've been here for 24 hours. We need to get out of here. Not until you answer who Norm is.
0: He's Fraser's brother. Wrong. You get the shock. (laughs) Check
1: out TV Tens. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or any of the podcatchers of your choice. All right, we are back, and I would like everyone to know that on the break, uh, Kathleen just chased off some deer. Again.
0: Okay, but they're cute. No. Like Bambi. They're little bastards that ate all the tomatoes. (gasps) Did they really? And all the raspberries. I thought you had deer. And the apricots. And what else am I growing? They ate all the leaves off the maple tree and the pear tree, and they are the bastards who, like, pushed the fruit trees in the first place. They're not cute. You know that they lived here first, right? Uh, Not in my house they didn't. (laughs) That thing's only like a year old, so guess what? It was not
1: here first. Its parents were. Its grandparents
0: were. Which came first, the chicken or the egg?
1: (laughs) All right, let's get into this Friends episode. It's got a lot of good stuff, (laughs) um, including references to some movies that I have feels about. Um... So we open with Phoebe coming into the girl's apartment where Ross and Rachel are in the big comfy chair and Richard and Monica are on the couch and everyone's watching Old Yeller, but everyone's crying Everyone and Phoebe doesn't understand bawling. why. And she says, this is a happy movie, you know, like Frontier Fun, this dog saves his family. And they're like, what about the end when he has rabies? And she goes, no, he, no, doesn't, he have, doesn't have rabies. He has babies. But that's, what my mo- that's what my mom told me. And so Richard, being the parent, parent. in the group, um, I mean, I know Ross is, but he hasn't gotten to this point, says, you know, you might not want to watch this part. You're, you know.
0: It's not going to go well.
1: It, yeah. And so she sees uh, Travis, you know, walking towards Yeller, who is like foaming at the mouth at this point. I've seen the movie. It's and been so
0: long since I've seen it, though.
1: I can kind of still picture it. And he's got his like either. It's either a shotgun or, a like, a twenty-two, it's like a, a rifle. And she's like, what are you doing, Travis? Why are you walking towards, you know, it's your yeller, it's your buddy. And then you hear the, the bang, and, like, everybody jumps. And she goes, what kind of sick doggy snuff film is this? Yeah. And so then... Um, we cut away from that and we see monica has called joey and chandler to say that she has leftovers that they can have if they want to come over and they ask what she's wearing and she says nothing but rubber gloves and you
0: just see them fall through the door <laughs>
1: they like race out oh, because of course the door is unlocked again they race over and joey's like one of these times you're going to be naked and we're not going to come over <laughs> or something
0: yeah what a huge threat yeah
1: and so they ask Monica that, you know, they have this extra ticket to the Knicks game. Um, Ross can't go, and they're trying to decide who to take. Who to take. And Monica's like, well, you know, like No, take- no, they
0: they give two examples of oh, friends yeah. and why they shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, you should ask Richard. And so Chandler says, hey, Richard, if you had an extra ticket to the Knicks game and you had to choose between this guy and this guy, what would you do? And he said, well, as a huge Knicks fan myself, I would take a huge Knicks fan
1: yeah and they're like well then it's so-and-so and so so then he walks away because he was like coming in to do something with this cigar you know cut it down the tip more or something and monica's like no i meant take him like ask him to go and they're like well no because he you know and they like hem and haw and he's too old and she's like uh he might take you in his jaguar and so then of course joey's like how do we ask him without Monica thinking that now all we want to do is go with the Jaguar. And so, of course, he actually just says that. He's like, yeah. we'll take him, Monica, but only if only he sh-
0: takes, the jaguar. takes
1: the Jaguar. So then at Ross's apartment, he's had um, Ben for, like, what must be just the day. Mm-hmm. And Carol and Susan come in to get him. And Ross is super excited that Ben had been standing, holding on to, like, the edge of the coffee table. And they kind of have to break it that he's, he's already been, been doing that. that. And so, Ross realizes, you know, he missed, like, his first... Everything. Um, like, just, yeah, first time he rolled probably rolled over, over and all this stuff. Um, and so, he says, well, you know, I want Ben for a whole weekend. And he starts to, like, try and, like, convince them. And
0: they're like, sure, yeah, great, let's do it.
1: Yeah, he's like, I had a whole speech. And, and <laughs> Susan's like, oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> Except not. And so, um, yeah, so they, you know, that they leave. And then... Um, Phoebe comes into the coffee shop later and she's rented some movies that she needs to find out the ending to, like Terms of Endearment. Um, I'm trying to think of what other movies she says, but Monica says, Well, if you rent this other one and gu- make some guacamole, you've got yourself a party. Because basically, they're super um, Dark depressing. Everything like, Terms goes of wrong. Endearment is basically just about people dying. Like, couples, like, uh, yeah, I can't. I don't think do I've it. seen that one, actually. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, so then Chandler and Joey come into the coffee shop at, back from the Knicks game. And Monica's like, did you ditch him? And she, they're like, yeah, right after we like stole his lunch money. Yeah. And so they think that Richard's totally cool. He taught him this like handshake thing where you give money to somebody like it's really sly. And, um, so, uh, we find out that Carol and Susan are going to leave Ben with Ross for the weekend because they're going to go to Col- Colonial Williamsburg, which this is not the-
0: no, this is the first time that it's come up. Yes. But it, it's not the last time yeah. that it comes
1: up. Um, they um, have a friend down there that, like, works for, you know, is, like, the first female blacksmith or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, Ross says, well, they're a little behind the times there in Colonial
1: Williamsville. Right. So then Joey and Chandler are trying to imitate Richard, and they, like, flipped a coin or whatever for... Each of them getting something. One of these so things. Joey gets to have the cigar, but he looks like an idiot, you know, just holding a lit cigar in his mouth. And Chandler gets the mustache, and as Chandler walks in, it's terrible. Like it's it, it's so patchy. It is
0: nineteen
1: seventies porn stash. I don't know if you can even call it that. There's not enough hair for it to be a porn stash.
0: Did I ever show you the time that Trevor tried to grow a mustache?
1: <gasps> Was it terrible? I love Trevor. See, I've dated a couple guys that are like that, too, where it comes in a little bit patchy, where it's almost kind of like if they try and do a beard or a... So, in the old days, he couldn't grow
0: a beard because Ameriflight said no beards. Okay. And then, so he's like, well, I'm going to try and grow a mustache. And he did that once. But he has fairly light-colored
1: hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I can only imagine. But then, they're... they're talking. They're gonna go meet Richard for a Rangers game, and she's like, "Oh, I thought he said that he was like." It's pretty recent in both, but I'll show you. I don't mind that with, the goatee, with the, like goatee the goatee though. I like the goatee. It's fine. And Monica turns to Ross and goes, "With that mustard, with that mustard, mustard, with that mustache, does he look like Aunt Sylvia?" And Ross is like, "Thank you." And you just see Chandler's face, like, "Gee, thanks, guys." Yeah,
0: I I don't want to be Aunt Sylvia. I don't want to be a woman.
1: Right. Um. So then later, Ross uh, brings Ben to see Rachel at the coffee house. Now, what's really funny is he walks in and he tells Rachel that he's been trying to get him to say "dada," and that he's like said, you know, something, and he thought it was going to turn into this long word and it's secondary, secondary caregiver. caregiver.
0: Caregiver, yeah.
1: What's funny is if you could, you can go and find outtakes of this scene, um, like all over. There's some some really cute ones with the twins that played Emma later mm-hmm. in the series. But every time he says Dada to Ben, the little boy actually answers with Dada. Yeah. Like, they had to finally, oh, that's not good. It I looks know. like it's colored on with an eyebrow pencil.
0: But don't you just love him anyway?
1: I mean, I still do, but I'm so glad he doesn't have that right now. Yeah. Um, and so I just think it's really cute, like, that, that the little boy, like, they must have had to really try for one take where he didn't, or maybe they just actually had to scrub I think they probably
0: it, had to splice it. Like,
1: somehow didn't get him saying dada um and so ross is like trying to get the diaper bag off his shoulder and he hands ben to rachel who holds him out like a nuclear bomb and he's like just hold him like a football and she's like i
0: am holding him like i would hold a football yeah
1: and so um he kind of gets ben like repositioned but she's still holding him really awkwardly like a hand around his waist and then one in between his legs like holding him by the diaper almost yeah Which is not great. None of that is good positioning. Um, And so um, he's like, well, don't worry. You'll get used to it when it's our babies. And, you know, she's like, you know, what are you talking about? You think about that. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll probably have two. And then we'll move to Scarsdale where they have, like, higher taxes but better schools. And she's just like. She's,
0: like, freaking the fuck out. Like, he rattles. How Ted is this right now?
1: Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. He. He. I mean, Ross is a planner. We know this. Like, he, he's a planner when it comes to work and when it comes, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's not really a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy, except for when Gandalf comes to town.
0: That's different.
1: That's different. And that's somebody else's plans. But, so Rachel freaks out. Like, she literally throws the baby, like, back at him. And is like, I gotta
0: get these people coffee. Oh, I don't have a coffee pot. Maybe I have one <laughs> at my
1: apartment. She leaves. Like, she just leaves She's work.
0: Bye. Yeah.
1: Like, she runaway brides. Like out of the coffee shop, nope, yeah. right out of there. Um I so don't really then I
0: think it's fair to call her a runaway bride though, because <laughs> he is he already did that. She,
1: he's trying to lock her down ball and chain right now. I mean he really is. Here he has their wedding planned.
0: Yeah. He he knew how he was gonna
1: propose to her. He
0: also already knows what they're naming their daughter.
1: Well, we're gonna talk about that in a second. okay so up in the apartment um phoebe comes in rachel's not there yet she's probably still downstairs but richard and monica are hanging out and richard's like you know how are you and she's like i'm really upset she finally watched all the end of these movies and so she lists off like all the things so like et leaves rocky loses and charlotte dies and bless <laughs> richard he goes charlotte who she's like with the web the spider she has babies and, and then it just dies, dies. And that always made me laugh later because, um, in high school I was Fern in Charlotte's Web nice. and that actually happened after this episode aired. But it every time I like w- watch it now, I think of my friend Jennifer who played the Charlotte character and we actually had to like lower her down and she was wearing like a black leotard with Ooh. fake legs. It was pretty cool. Like we did, we had a fun presentation or a production of that. So then Monica's like, you know, I have a movie that'll make it all better. It's called It's a Wonderful Life. See, it's right there in the title. Wonderfulness is baked right in.
0: And she says, oh, I already had that problem when Pride of the Yankees. I thought it was going to be about Yankees that are prideful. And no, that guy gets Lou Gehrig's disease.
1: And God bless Richard, because this is the point that I was trying to make last time. He goes, Phoebe, the guy is Lou Gehrig. Didn't you kind of see it coming? And it's so, like... It's endearing. I get what he's trying to say because, like, you kind of could go into that movie and just be like, Lou Gehrig was, like, a real person and he died of this really unfortunate disease and, you know, but you kind of know that, right? Like, you're not going to be surprised. And yet, at the same time, from my personal experience, it's a really terrible way to, like, that's not good. Because, unfortunately, as we know, there's no cure for ALS. There's not even a medication that can keep you, like, make it a chronic illness like you there's no turning back hopefully soon so maybe one of these days or you know in november around the anniversary of my grandpa we will watch pride of the yankees because then i'll just cry on you and it'll be fine
0: i will hold you oh
1: thank you um i don't
0: have a very big bosom but it's there
1: i can still put my head on it yep (laughs) um so then Chandler comes in and he's like, "Hey, big guy, it's game time." And Monica's like, "Wait, you guys are going to like another game?" And they're like, "No, he's just gonna watch college basketball at their house." And and Monica's and says, like,
0: "Oh, go Vassar."
1: Yeah, she's like trying to be supportive and say names of teams. And he's like, "Yeah, they're no, they're it. just." And she's like, "Okay, okay, go. just go." And so she turns around and she says, Phoebe, she's like, you know, I don't get to spend that much time with him because he's so busy with work. Should I be, like, upset that I can't see him? And she's like, Phoebe goes, what's the difference? Because everyone's just going to die. Like, your dog, your whatever, and everyone just dies. And Monica's like, oh, my God. God. we're still on this. And so she walks out as Rachel walks in, and they both just kind of, like, grunt at each other. Like, yeah. almost kind of like, I can't, I can't. And, um monica's like rachel i have this issue with richard or something and rachel's like really because ross has planned my whole life and monica's like maybe i'll go read cosmo in my room and they'll have a suggestion if
0: nothing else i can learn how to wax my bikini line with leftover christmas candles <laughs> ow
1: That oh, hurts so bad don't um, do that it's not the right wax no so, Ross comes in, still holding Ben, and he's like, you know, what the hell was that? And he's, she's like, Ross, you can't plan my whole life for me. We've only been dating for I six already, weeks.
0: I already did this. Right. That's like, why that's I why I left my dad' yeah, house. Yeah. That's why I left Barry. Well, the
1: thing that she says, though, that it leads into the baby names is he's like, I, he... She's like, We've been dating for six weeks, and now I'm worried and about kids and taxes and the school district. And, and you probably, probably have, have our,
0: our kids' names, names picked out.
1: And he and she goes, Oh my god, you have our na- kids' names picked out. And he's like, Well, there was, this was reading name this book, I saw in a book, and it, they had this name Emily. Which I mean, I'm sorry, could the could we talk to um, David Crane and Marta Kaufman about? them not using a different name for his next relationship i mean if with all the, the women's very next names relationship. the very next yeah. relationship you couldn't have thought of something other than emily no, nope. but maybe they didn't think that that twenty five years in the future we would all be so psychotic about this and show dissecting that everything. we would have been like, you can't name the new girlfriend Emily when he's talking about naming a baby Emily, and then, and they, then still name they, her Emma, they still
0: name her Emma,
1: which they stole from Monica. But still, it's really no, close.
0: Emma is like the cutesy nickname of Emily. So I had a friend who went by Emmy. Like I, okay. I was introduced to her as Emmy. And then all of a sudden somebody was like, "Oh, her name is Emily." And I was like, "I didn't know you could shorten Emily.
1: I've never So, we my friend Emily that I've known since literally preschool, we actually like we call her MLE. Like we stick it's her but, dad initials. Well, no, I mean just cuz it spells Emily. So like she'll actually we just call her M. I've never sur- heard of someone called Emmy or Emma for Emily. Yeah. Because people ask me that with Julie. They're like, are there really that many nicknames? I'm like, no. you'd be surprised at what people will come up with. But, no, there's not really a name to just shorten Julie. Like, it's its its own it's name. Pretty it's pretty
0: short already.
1: It's only five letters, guys. Anyway. Um,
0: you, you really have to stretch for a nickname for Kathleen, too.
1: Which is why Lean Pockets works out so well. Yes. I do love it. Um, So then Ross... Like they're so, what's funny is that they're yelling at each other at this point, but not in like I wouldn't call it anger, I would no, more they're call just it like, still
0: very like keyed up and passionate,
1: like either frustration or both. Yeah, exactly. Like they're both kind of like, You're not understanding me, no, you're not understanding me. And Ross goes, okay, well, what you need to understand is that I'm a guy who is planning a future with you because I see that happening because I love you. And then she says, and I love you too. And he's like, well, that's the first time we've said it and I'm going to kiss you. And she's like, you, you better. better. Um, and it's really cute. I still am more kind of like, now that I watch it again, I think they maybe say I love you a little too quickly because they've known each other for so long.
0: I mean, they're no Ted.
1: Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> uh,
0: No, I, I can see a little bit of that, but they also, I mean, they've known each other for a very long time. They have a very strong foundation yeah. of a relationship. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know.
1: I just, I forgot that she says the thing about six weeks, and then they say, right. I love you. So, that I guess in that context, you can kind of still be like, well, that's kind of sudden if you really had only been dating for six weeks, not right. known each other for 15 years.
0: Right. If you've really beforehand. only been dating for six weeks. Yeah. I still yeah. feel like that's pretty, that
1: well, might be a little soon. That's a little quick. Um, so, um, Phoebe comes in to talk to Monica about, uh, it's a wonderful life and she's mad she's because pissed. she, you know, like what was better when th- he loses the bank or like, he his ear bleeds like all these things and monica's like right but you get to the end and everything turns out and she goes i didn't get to the end it was too depressing just when you think it shouldn't be called it's a wonderful life it should be called it's a sucky life and just when it can't suck anymore it does i hate the movie it's a wonderful life i hate it
0: i will not you know watch we're it. going to have to watch it for no. a movie review yeah it's, it's oh friends my adjacent. god
1: it's friends adjacent you know they run it for like 48 hours straight at Christmas. I've seen the movie so many times. I literally hate Great. it. It will be so easy for us to dissect. Oh my God. It's, that's time of my life I won't get back.
0: How much do you love me? Oh,
1: dear God. Okay. So. <laughs> We're going to put let's, that one on the back
0: burner for yeah, now. Let's talk about that. Closer I to mean, Christmas.
1: Sure. I'll watch it at Christmas because it's oh, already yeah, playing. But I will mean. I won't watch it on like... No, no, a, like, we'll just
0: watch a, it okay. for our Christmas That's movie fine. review.
1: That's fine. Yeah. Um, so Chandler and Joey are playing foosball in their apartment against Richard, and they're making fun of each other. And you'll notice that Richard is dressed very much like Chandler. Yes. With the kind of, like, um, uh, bowling, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the bowling-style shirt buttoned up with a T-shirt underneath it, and he's talking like them. He's like, could that shot be any prettier? And... You know he's. They're like, how'd you get so good? Well, I played in college. Oh, I didn't realize they had fo- foosball, foosball in the tables. 1800s. And he looks at Chandler and he goes, "You know that mustache is going to come in when you hit puberty." Like they're, they they're broing out. Oh, they're just going after each other. And so Monica pops her head in the door and she's like, "I hate to sound like Florence Nightingale, Florence Nightingale, Florence, Florence, Florence Henderson, Florence Henderson." Thank you. I was thinking of June Cleaver. Um,
0: Oh, but as soon as she says Florence Henderson, you're like,
1: oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she's like, but dinner is ready. And so he's like, well, I just have to win this game. And she walks over and takes the controls from him and literally beats them in about 10 seconds.
0: It's it's because she's very competitive. Oh, she's
1: so good at it. And so um, Chandler's like, well, sorry, we've been hogging him because like you can see Monica's not happy. And we just really like him because he's so much cooler than our dad's. And you just see both of them, but especially Richard, he's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, you,
0: you think the, of me as a dad? Yeah,
1: and then um, Chandler tries to, like, cover it up. No, dad equals buddy. You're just not – you just didn't know that. So, like, it's Joey's my, my dad, and, my, and Monica Monica's my, my dad. dad. And so, like, he's – Can we
0: also just real quick segue into being called daddy? Because that's a thing.
1: It is a thing, but you have – I mean – there's the context and inflection, because Phoebe does it later to Ross as a joke. Calls him that when Emma's a baby, and he's like, oh my god, she's no, no, ruined No, 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 no,
0: but like, yeah.
1: But I think that's why it's even creepier for Richard to have the boys consider him the same age as their dads because then that puts Monica as, again, dating her dad by proxy. But she is because it's his dad. It's her dad's best friend. Well, right, Hello. but you can still see people not in that way if you... Take everything out of context. Yeah, like, yeah, just take it out of the element. But, I mean, sure. that's just it. Like, that's the context that these boys are implying is your relationship with Monica is gross because you're old enough to be our dad right so so even he, though
0: they don't want to imply that they are
1: right so they so monica and richard leave and he's like well your dad and your other dad and i are going to go have a romantic dinner and monica's like nighty night and like rubs it in and so then chandler hits joey and joey hits chandler back <laughs> and i'm waiting for them to get into a slap fight which they don't um, this time but so in in monica's apartment richard's pretty bummed he's like well it just makes me feel old and she's like i'll cheer you up and like you know kisses on him and whatever it's and so it's cute. really cute and um they're um, they're kind of perfect for each other i do love them together it's gonna get sad here real soon of course so then uh at ross's apartment he's had ben for like the whole weekend and he's teaching rachel about changing diapers you put the poopy diaper in the poopy diaper pail and she's like No, that's not cute. Like, does it make it cuter to call it a poopy diaper pail?
0: No, but did you notice that they're using cloth diapers?
1: You know, I was going to ask you about that because I feel like there's, yeah, they're either using cloth diapers or they're just using kind of a cover because I felt like you could still see what was a real diaper, like a throwaway diaper underneath that covering.
0: No, I don't. Because I heard so. the
1: Velcro. I heard yeah, yeah. what, yeah, like, and the cover looks like a cover. Like it the, is. The and it's
0: it's the, um, that one actually looked like the plastic one that will turn itself into a potty training pant in, like, Two uh-huh. years. That's what that looks like to me. You know, that's
1: the only thing that I do wish because we had talked about it, and I really did want Brittany to do cloth diapers. But I'm um, everybody had bought her so many regular diapers, and the getting started on cloth diapers can be really expensive, like right oh, yeah. at the beginning. The, get,
0: the getting started on cloth diapers, if that's not part of your pre-established gift. List registry yeah it's, it's really happen. rough
1: um but so ross goes to throw it away and rachel is um getting him like redressed and she's like um hi ben and uh he's like hi and so she freaks out and so carol and susan have buzzed in and they're coming upstairs and ross comes back in and rachel's like he said hi to me and so this is his first official word, word. Um, because Yemen
0: doesn't count. Yemen doesn't count, and also it was just Yemen, sounding, they're just like right, recycling Yemen? everything that they've ever said in the show. <laughs> That's because so funny. Chandler goes to
1: Yemen goes to get away to Yemen. from
0: Janice.
1: Um, but so they're trying to get him to say it again, and like. Carol is saying it one way and Rachel's saying it another way and you can just see the little boy is just kind of like who who do I, don't I talk know to? about this. And so um, Susan finally like shuts it down as like this could go on for a while and so they're starting to leave and they, they're like bye and all of a sudden he goes bye and Ross freaks out Ross loses like his shit. you know waving at him saying bye like saying it a million times as he closes the door and then he like closes the door and turns around with his hand on his heart to Rachel and it is so it sweet. It is so Here's sweet. Here's the thing. I don't i don't want children i love my nephew i love the kids that i've nannied for over the years but there is still something that gets me in the feels when a dad in especially in this situation is like oh my god my son like because again you know when you see a guy just being like "Oh, super sensitive it's so sweet it is like it's it's, so cool it's pretty hot um or like when they like cats When they're like, oh, I actually do like your cat. And I'll let it sit on my lap. I'm like, hey. Hey. Hey, boy. Hey. Um, So. So then the final scene, and this is so cute. It's Phoebe with Ben on her lap at Monica's apartment. And they're watching Sesame Street. And it's an episode where Bert and Ernie are at the beach. And Ernie buries Bert, or Bert buries himself. Either way, he's under the sand. Yeah. And Ernie's looking for him. But she pauses it, and she says to Ben... So it's going to look like he's missing, but he's not. I've, for, I've, I've looked ahead and I've he's going to come out. back. But It's going to be a little scary there for a while. It's going to be okay. And then they're watching it and she like hugs Ben and she's like, I'm so glad you're here. And you have to kind of like feel bad for someone. So the thing is about like some of these movies that we watched as kids, like Old Yeller, Fox and the Hound, a couple of them. Oh God, the beginning of Bambi when the parents die so fucking sad and, and
0: dumbo i dumbo when the mom gets oh, ripped away
1: oh like i don't understand how some of these are kids movies because well they're not we, i mean they're they cartoons. are cartoons well, right i know but let's think of like
0: what actual hans christian Andersen things were about it was fables to say well, right. don't do this shit you're gonna if you go into the forest, you're gonna you're gonna die. Get eaten Little by Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's where they were all coming from, and it was like, hey, you gotta. The real world is tough.
1: But that's just it. They changed the Little Mermaid to be a happy ending when the real story of the Little Mermaid is fucked up. Snow White too. Uh yeah, she I know. gets raped. That's I know. not cool. And then cool. and then the
0: queen dances until the end of her days. Anyway, that's.
1: Cinderella? No. No, no,
0: that is Snow White. Um. It, evil queen puts on these dancing shoes
1: and then can't stop yeah but that's just it. but so i don't think like a lot of the disney ones like dumbo and those were just something someone made up they weren't based on fables
0: well i know but still
1: well that's just it like be kind to animals you know be kind to your whatever but the way that they did it like emotionally scarred me like oh, i still absolutely. cannot watch the fox and the hound nope i will you okay in the ant in the animated version of beauty and the beast when the horse like when she first flees on the horse and the the wolves come after her and the beast comes to rescue her and he gets shredded and she takes him back that first time that he throws a wolf into a tree and it makes that yelpy noise i feel bad it's a cartoon bad wolf and i am still upset yes so I almost feel like I wish that I hadn't seen some of that stuff as a kid. Like Phoebe is protected in a way that's like we should talk about death when it's time. But then her but mom did not didn't handle it well, obviously. And her mom kills herself. But so there's something to be said for someone who maybe like doesn't have that trigger of like if you show me even a picture of the fox and the hound, I'm going to be like, but at the end, he has to do a bad thing. Like yeah. somebody always dies. Um. Yeah, I just think that there were a lot of things that I saw as a kid that I don't know why we watched or they made some of those movies. Fantasia scared me.
0: Yeah, but it. Nobody died.
1: No, but it's very like aggressive. Certain oh, yeah. things in Fantasia were very aggressive yeah. and scared me. And I actually freaked out over the dancing brooms because oh, they get absolutely. Cu- they get caught up with an axe and then they come back to life. I did not like that.
0: Nope.
1: No so Um, i i don't know i feel i feel for phoebe in this episode a lot like there's just so many depressing movies out there and if you're watching them all at once you're gonna feel bad mm -hmm. yeah for sure um so that's the end of that episode do you have anything else to add for that
0: one well at the very end you hear ben say
1: oh bye bye phoebe bye
0: bye
1: phoebe (gasps) And that's actually not the Sprouse brothers. The no, the baby is that is a played, different baby. Yeah, the baby that played or the the little boys that played the baby Ben are someone else. It's not until um, a couple seasons later are they Dylan and Cole Sprouse, who one of them is now on Riverdale. Yes. and the other one like makes movies. Um, they've done pretty well for themselves. Yes, they have. Um, let's see if
0: the one with the baby on the bus isn't even the same kid.
1: Oh no, probably not. Because they have there's so many rules about using um, itty bitty babies. Um,
0: no, but what I'm saying is it's not the same kid as this episode.
1: He's not even listed. He's not even listed on IMDb as a. That's fine. As, as somebody, so let me go to this one. Anyway, um, do you have a friend of the day?
0: Um, Barney.
1: Really? Yep. All right.
0: Explain why. Because, ultimately, even though his methods were wrong, again, which is his absolute M.O., he truly was doing the best thing for his friends and saying, you shouldn't move in together. You don't want to move in together. You're not ready to move in together. Don't do it. Okay. And his delivery was terrible, obviously.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, that he's not listed on any of the IMDb pages where the baby appears in him. That's a bummer. I know I saw it somewhere one time okay um my friend of the day i don't know i'm i think i actually going to give it to monica okay um explain for trying to get the boys to be friends with richard even though it kind of backfires and then she still has to comfort richard because her friends are dill holes yeah um we're actually going to find out my favorite origin of the word dill hole in, in an episode to come in season three. Um, I like that she tries with Phoebe to like get her a movie that maybe won't make her depressed. I think she picks the wrong one in it's a wonderful life who own, uh, how do you own that on VHS? What you watch it on a regular basis. Like just no, I'm going to get some emails from friends about that one. You
0: probably are. <laughs> it. I feel like there's going to be somebody that's like, I watch this in my free time. Not just Christmas.
1: All right. I will. I mean, to each their own. Let's just say if you were inviting me over for a movie night, we would not be watching It's a Wonderful Life. I'm just putting that out there. I will leave if I'm not. Forewarned that It's a Wonderful Life is happening.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. It'll happen.
1: That's fine. We'll watch it when it's on its 24 hour marathon on.
0: We don't have to. I own it. I think on VHS.
1: I could kick you (laughs) so hard right now. You are so weird. So, um, we got a new five-star rating and review on iTunes, Hmm. and I think it might be someone you know. Who's that? Oh, that is somebody I know. Who's that? That's my friend Kendall. She says, proud of you, Kathleen, with three hearts.
0: Yay, because I told her about it, because she's, like, watching Friends for the first time. (gasps) And then I messaged her on Facebook and I was like, hey, so um, how do you feel about how I met your mother? And she's like,
1: awesome. I said, here's what you should do next. (laughs) So yay, shout out to Kindle. Yeah. So we got a new review on iTunes, so thank you for that. Um, We're always looking for more of those, obviously. Um, The more that we get ratings and reviews on iTunes, um, especially nice ones, but we'll, we'll take your criticisms if you have them or email those to us separately, please. Um, the more people will find us on that. And so that's super fun. Um, if you didn't check out our, um, one movie punch review of, um, you know, the movie, uh, forgetting Sarah Sarah Marshall, Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, go to, um, one movie punch podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast
0: link to that. Uh, well, now I'm saying this. Out. We'll link to that on today, but it's Sunday, so maybe we'll link to that. Yeah, we'll put it
1: up in again the next few days. Um, and we're planning to do another um, really long version of our review of that movie, like really delve deep into it, as maybe like some bonus content. As, as we're gonna us, figure it out because
0: the platform that One Movie Punch does is really great, but they kind of just ask for you know. Right, just the facts. Yeah, man. yeah, they which, <laughs> just
1: the just the facts. Which man. is great,
0: because you know, because it's like a five-minute review. Yes, but we definitely have things to say that go on beyond that. Yeah. Um, as far as these episodes, Kacha and I were talking while she was talking. I was ignoring her while I was on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but not really, because I don't really. have service. She knows right, she this. she that. Um, so anyway, uh, I have to catch up on our actual conversation, but she said, oh, for the episodes, Chandler's inability to hand over money the way Richard did in this episode in a later season, and mm-hmm. Monica scolds him for not knowing, and Chandler says he doesn't know how Monica knows this hand over money thing, and asks in an angry voice if Richard taught her. Because even though they, he was doing it back and forth with Joey in this episode, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing it very well, and he doesn't do it very well in the future either. Uh, Ross foreshadowing Rachel and his future having a daughter after Ben um, which that's exactly what mm-hmm. the storyline end up, ends up being and then she said this episode has awesome bloopers the two Matthews messing up lines when saying we're meeting Richard downstairs didn't he tell you so she actually sent that to me and oh, did she? I think we can watch it right now and then we'll I mean it'll pick up the sound bite or, oops, or I you can just it. repost it let's try it Okay. This uh, <laughs> Why am I laughing? I'm the only one laughing in the whole world. Okay. This okay. we get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I, he's cute. I do love. I do not Chandler's, love his mustache. No, the
1: mustache is terrible, but the Chandler laugh, like the the almost snorting laugh that he can do, is pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Um, I will figure out how to repost this. I'm pretty sure I can. I I think I know how. So anyway, that's what's happening over in Sweden.
1: She sent me on, or she sent us on Twitter the video of when they're going to buy a house, and he's like, can I have my own Joey room with a sex swing and a fish tank? I'll keep it clean. Um, Did you see Jamie's post on Facebook about the sex swing? Let's not talk about that right now. Somebody cleaned it. Oh, bummer. Good for them. Um, Okay. Anyway, thanks
0: for listening to that last little bit of whatever that nonsense
1: was. Right. Well, I'll make sure that wasn't too loud. So next week, we start with um, Friends First, and it is going to be uh, the one with the bullies, which is a pretty funny um, episode. And then, um, Yeah. And then, let's see here, on How I Met Your Mother, it is, let's see, sorry, oh, Bachelor Party. Oh, yeah. Ted changes Barney's Bachelor Party plans for Marshall at the last minute so that it won't just consist of gambling and cheap strippers, and Robin gets Lily an inappropriate shower party gift. We're going to have a lot to say about that. We have
0: so many things to say. Oh,
1: for sure. We have experience with those parties, so we can tell her yeah, we can talk a lot about it. So, um, Anyway,
0: that's where we are. Don't Coffee. forget
1: to um, follow us on social media. If you want to drop us a review and you don't use iTunes, please just send it to our email, which is howimetyourfriendspod at gmail.com. And as always, we'll get back to you because we love talking to our fans. And I don't have anything else, to you? Uh, I do not. Okay. Well, I think until next week, thank you once again for joining us. And um, we'll talk to you, talk at you, talk at you. We'll talk to each other. Yeah, and to (laughs) you uh, next time. So thank you.
0: Goodbye.